Welcome to the Common Ground Unity Podcast, where we have great conversations with unity-minded Christians. Our goal is to encourage unity of the Spirit within the Stone Campbell Movement and beyond. We believe unity starts with a cup of coffee. So grab a cup and join us as we seek to fulfill Jesus' prayer that we may all be one. And now, here are your co-hosts, Megan Rawlings and... Kevin Whitham. Hello and welcome to the Common Grounds Unity Podcast. We are so excited that you have joined us. I'm your co-host, Megan Rawlings, and I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Kevin Witham. And so good to be back with you, Megan, and good to be with those of you that are listening and uh, part of Common Grounds Unity. We're, we're excited about our guest today, um, because he is a charter member of the second Common Grounds Unity Group. I know in LA, maybe the, the second period that got started, but uh, he can he can tell us that a little bit uh, more about him. His name is Rafael Lua, and he serves as a senior minister for Lifeway Church in the Los Angeles area. And he's a coordinator for the Leadership Council of the Los Angeles International Church of Christ. He and his wife, Griselda, chair the Pacific Southwest Family of Churches for the ICOC, and, and he serves on their Catalyst team. Uh, they've been involved in a lot of ministry, including the development of Spanish language ministries and missions in Mexico and Eurasia. So, uh, Rafael, we welcome you. We're thrilled to have you with us. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a little summary of your, your life and your spiritual journey and, and kind of your place in our movement. Uh, yeah, Megan and Kevin, it's uh, such a tremendous honor to be with you and to be able to have this conversation with you and definitely honored uh, to be able to share uh, what God has done in my life and especially within the realm of unity and unity with our your, our commonalities and our backgrounds spiritually. I actually uh, came to the church as a college student uh, while I was studying uh, history at UCLA, and that's when I got involved with a uh, campus ministry there. Uh, in college and a very, very dynamic uh, group of young men and women uh, who I was uh, so impressed with and uh, who had a tremendous uh, impact on my life. And so that began a real journey, uh, first of all, in my spiritual walk uh, that was life-changing. I had grown up uh, somewhat uh, religious, but uh, did not have a background uh, with Church of Christ until I joined the ICOC in 1990. Uh, and was baptized. And uh, it was just a, a tremendous adventure beginning and uh, seeing the church grow in, in a tremendous way here in Los Angeles, being part of that. And uh, and then, you know, uh, gaining a dream for ministry uh, and ministry full time. And so I uh, went into full time ministry right out of uh, college, uh, led a church out of Marina del Rey. Uh, pretty soon after that, met my wife, Griselda, and uh, who also uh, was part of a college ministry uh, here in the central part of Los Angeles at USC and uh, Occidental College. And uh, and so, yeah, we got married. And since then, we've been in ministry. And we actually uh, did a Spanish ministry for many, many years. And that was uh, just such a great blessing for us and our family um, and uh, was uh, allowed us to serve uh, in, in tremendous ways here within the church. Are you a, are you a Dodgers fan? 
You know what? I am a, a yes, a fervent Dodger fan and Laker fan. Actually, I well, I grew up down in the Coachella Valley, down by Palm Springs, in a little town called Mecca. Uh, yes. And, uh, my parents were migrant farm workers, uh, and uh, really during that time, during those years, uh, baseball was the real main sport. And uh, we had a radio station that caught the Dodger games, uh, tr- you know, in Spanish. Uh, the uh, the broadcaster was Jaime Harin was his name, and so we 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 would listen to the Dodger games and play them, you know, play the play it on TV, but actually listen to Jaime Harin in, in Spanish, which seems, you know, with Vince Scully, it seems a little bit weird, but you know, that was for us, it was awesome, and so yeah, we're you know very very big Dodger fans. Well, now I I have been to Mecca. Uh, I don't make yeah, a jer- I don't make a pilgrimage there every year, but I've been to Mecca up there, uh, Deer Palm Desert, and in that whole area, and uh, and yet I'm a Padre fan, so we, we can <laughs> we still have fellowship in Christ, brother. Absolutely. But, uh, but when it comes to baseball, we may have issues. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you tell us just a little bit more about your um, present ministry? What you're excited about as you start entering 2021? Yeah, absolutely, Megan. It's uh, really, uh, I think, I don't know if it was the same for both of you, but uh, coming through 2020 and obviously all the challenges that were faced throughout the year, uh, there was a real sense of of a, a new beginning as we started 2021 here in our congregation. Uh, here at, in Lifeway Church, we actually had two senior ministry couples that retired last year. So it was a real big year of transition for us. We were able to hire some new younger ministers. And so we actually started off the year with a new theme uh, titled Belong. And uh, we've kind of divided a year into uh, three sub-themes, some sub-themes, which is belong to God, belong to each other, and belong to the mission. And we really believe that each one of those builds on the other, that for us to belong to each other, we got to truly belong to God. And and once we belong to each other, then we can be invited into a greater mission uh, together to be able to uh, be a light to the world. So we're really excited about that, excited about all our our community groups uh, here throughout the uh, we're kind of in the north L.A. Pasadena area. So we're here in the area of San Gabriel, Pasadena, Glendale, Burbank, uh, all throughout the foothills. And so we're really excited about what God is going to do uh, through our different ministries here. That's wonderful. Raphael, you uh, you went to Rochester University, um, which is a, a Church of Christ university. And I'm sure that that may have been a experience that that broadens your knowledge of kind of the mainstream churches of Christ. The term that that I kind of grew up hearing. I don't know if that's a fair term to use, but uh, um, what was your experience there? Was that a new experience for you? What did you learn from your relationships that you developed with folks there? Uh, you know, it was absolutely transformational, uh, Kevin. It was, and I, I described it this, I describe it this way to a lot of the people that asked me about it. It was the best thing uh, in all my th- 30 years of being a follower of Jesus that I've done for my spiritual life. It, it was absolutely transformational. Uh, the way that it that it all began uh, was was uh, very much spirit led. Uh, Mark Love and Greg Moretzky, one of the ministers who leads the ministry out here now in Low Valley, uh, began talking to each other. They have a relationship longstanding. Uh, Greg Moretzky actually uh, studied with Mark Love's parent, uh, dad and, and got to know his mom. 
and uh, actually stayed in their home. And so they built a really great long-term relationship. And so uh, Greg Moretzky and Mark started uh, dreaming about creating a program that would attract uh, ministers from the ICOC to get higher edu- educational degrees uh, within within the Churches of Christ and Church of Christ universities. And we already had some of that going on here with Pepperdine in a great way, but they wanted to create a real unique program that would be uh, a, a great avenue. And so uh, caught the dream for that right from the very beginning, uh, began motivating a number of students here from LA to take part, uh, a number of us ministers, a lot of my uh, you know, uh, peers and younger ministers. And so, yeah, we got together a cohort of 12 students from the ICOC to take this master's degree. Uh, a lot of them from LA, some of them, uh, one, uh, one of them from uh, Missouri. And uh, it was just a tremendous experience. Uh, to be around uh, Mark Love and the other uh, professors, uh, Naomi Walters, uh, Jamie Walters, Greg Stevenson, Kevin Huey, Richard Beck, uh, Scott Hagley, uh, Robert Wells to learn about uh, spiritual formation, the Trinity, uh, you know, what God is doing around the world uh, was just absolutely tremendous. And doing it in a cohort uh, way uh, was great. And the hospitality that was offered to us on behalf of Rochester University, on behalf of uh, Dr. Mark Love as our advisor, uh, Greg Moretzky and uh, Natalie Magnuson, who was our spiritual uh, advisor, was just tremendous. And so it, it it cemented for me even more so the importance of and value of unity to be able to have such such a profound impact through fellowship on one another. So out of that experience, your relationships broadened with people uh, within the larger Stone Campbell movement. Um, and then you, with some others, uh, started the Pasadena chapter of Common Grounds Unity. Uh, and our whole goal, you know, is to get chapters like this kind of established. And by chapter, I, I'm, that sounds a little bit formal. Yeah, I mean, groups. Tell us a little bit about how your chapter there, your group, uh, I'll stop using that term chapter. Megan, does that sound a little formal, <laughs> a, little, a little stodgy? I don't know. I think it makes it sound a little fancy. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll use it. I like fancy. So, uh, um, Raphael, tell us a little bit about how that came together and your experience with it so far. And and maybe a little bit about what your expectations were, any concerns you might have had and things like that. Sure, sure. And yeah, I, I believe chapter, uh, it sounds fancy, but it really is much, much more than what it is. It, it, it's really sitting down and having coffee uh, with other believers and being able to encourage one another uh, by each other's faith. And, uh, you know, uh, John uh, Teal reached out to me and let me know uh, about what was going on uh, there at CIMI and then uh, what they were wanting to do here in Pasadena. And given the fact that I had uh, been uh, already uh, participating with the Rochester University and, and seeing what the hospitality of the Holy Spirit had opened up for me, uh, then I think I was uh, I was real fertile ground for uh, just being open to see w- what what uh, can develop and happen uh, in uh, in partnership and in ways like that. And so I was very very open. I actually invited my wife. She came along, and and a number of the other brothers here. Uh, Mar- uh, Tom McCurry from our ministry here in Lifeway, who's a long long time uh, member in, in ICOS and also in the Church of Christ prior to that. Uh, and, uh, 
uh, you know, uh, a number of other uh, people here from the ICOC and then uh, some people from the Churches of Christ and the Christian churches. And it was just a tremendous experience of, of fellowship and 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 brotherhood. Uh, I think that, you know, the thing that I came uh, uh, away with most was a sense of kinship uh, and shared uh, a shared desire to to honor and please God. There, there was, you know, initially, I guess if I would have a concern, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty social person. So in that sense, uh, I wasn't concerned with, you know, there being some sort of awkwardness or, or, or things like that. Uh, the concerns obviously, you know, come from the past uh, perspective that we've had towards each other. And in particular, uh, I think that past uh, uh, judgmental attitude that the ICOC had had towards, uh, you know, members of Church of Christ or Christian churches. And uh, I think that really uh, uh, harmed uh, and, and stalled what could be unity in the past. And the fact that I think there's been so many changes within the ICOC to, to have an openness towards these type of relationships uh, was a great thing. But then there's always trepidation to see, hey, is there still feelings from uh, the, the consequence of the way that we acted before? Uh, by uh, brothers and sisters and the other uh, streams of our of our uh, uh, shared uh, movements, and it was just very encouraging to me uh, to see none of that. It was just we're having coffee together, we're enjoying fellowship. Uh, there's a real sense of of uh, connection with one another, and, and it was really surprising because there was actually a, an interesting connection that I got uh, the Sierra Madre Church of Christ. Uh, there was a couple of the Opels who uh, came and, and and were part of this. Uh, and they started asking me about my congregation here in Lifeway. And I told them that we met in San Gabriel. And then they asked me, uh, you know, do you know this individual? And, and he happened to be uh, the principal at the middle school where my daughter attended. And uh, I actually was oh, the wow. president. And so we were we were really good friends. And so we got we made this incredible connection of being able to. Uh, you know, have these shared relationships and uh, and uh, and and seeing that God had already moved in that connection. So it, 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 was, it was surprising in a very, very positive and encouraging way. So since that time, I, I just haven't stopped. I, I just see it as as a responsibility that we have as peacemakers. Uh, and but but it's something that's that yeah. Yeah. I see as much more hopeful and not difficult than I had probably would have seen prior to attending, uh, talking about unity prior to attending Common Grounds uh, times together. So how would you recommend someone get involved with with these? I think it's great that you have all these people. What what are some first steps that people can take to join your (laughs) chapter? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and that's a really good question. I mean, the real the real first step is to is to find uh, our contact information. Obviously, we have a Facebook page that is pretty active, uh, and so you can find Common Grounds on uh, on Facebook, and you can reach out to you know John there and and uh, the different administrators of the group, and and uh, and just find out, hey, is there something in your area going on? Uh, and and begin with that curiosity. I think curiosity is the, is the first step is a curiosity out of desire uh, to honor God with unity. Um, and I think from there, uh, it, you know, it just, you know, there's real, there's really no high expectations as far as what the group should be. It's, we're going to get together and, uh, you know, we take turns sharing a devotional. 
uh, and we have a conversation with one another and, uh, and we just enjoy the fellowship. It's, it's really what it is. And then we, you know, we, we are, uh, then anticipating what the surprise of the Holy Spirit's going to be. Yeah. I think that has been the kind of surprise, uh, for me, the simplicity of it, that this does not have to be something complicated, um, but but you just bringing these barriers down and these relationships start to grow and there's no work to it. It's it's learning that you've got these family members around you that you were either not connected with or maybe even estranged from. And boy, you've been missing out. Uh, let, let me ask you this, um, Raphael, the uh, th- this is obviously a priority for you. And, yeah. you know, I've, I've talked to some about Common Ground Unity and you know, they've said, boy, I've got a, a pretty full plate and got a lot going and, and maybe not particularly right now. What, what has made you say, Hey, this is, this is a matter of real priority. Why, why is it so important to you to be a part of this? Yeah, I think, uh, it, it's, it's twofold. Uh, and it, and it began with, uh, what you mentioned there missing out, but it blossomed into, uh, strengthening a conviction that is biblical uh and 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 really uh the missing out aspect was seeing some blossoming relationships that were uh tremendous uh, you know I, a couple of them that come to mind uh i got introduced uh to dr uh, daniel rodriguez at pepperdine uh through uh robert career one of the ministers here uh in in the icoc who was uh, actually doing his master's program and so i went to visit him at pepperdine and went and got got to meet dr daniel rodriguez and and uh it was just such a tremendous uh breath of fresh air to be able to connect uh with a, a brother from a, a different uh stream of of the stone Campbell movement and and feel such great uh, kinship and and commonality uh, and also shared love and concern, and you know so much so that my my son ended up uh, going to Pepperdine, and uh, Dr. Daniel Rodriguez was a big part of him really feeling like this was the place for him to go, and and so you know opportunities like that. Uh, in 2016, we had a conference out in St. Louis, and Jeff Walling was one of the speakers, and so I I went to his class to listen to him. And, and I was just struck by our shared history. And I, we had studied it in, in uh, you know, uh, classes that we've had here within the ICOC. And I thought that was very important because at least I had a, a knowledge and understanding of our history to some degree. But, um, but you know, hearing from Jeff, seeing his spirit, seeing his heart, uh, later on uh, meeting people like Nick Zola and, and obviously leading up to Dr. Mark Love, it did feel like, gosh, we're missing out. Uh, I'm missing out from such a richness that uh, that I can gain uh, spiritually because of this. Like if I'm serious about my spiritual walk with God, about my fellowship of Jesus, if I'm serious about it, then then why would I uh, remove something from uh, me in my life that could be that yeah. is and can be such a blessing? And then I think that strengthened the conviction, uh, you know, John 17 conviction of Jesus's prayer for unity yeah. uh, that is all through the Bible. And, uh, you know, it expanded it beyond, you know, our idea, small idea of unity within my specific congregation mm-hmm. to a, a larger uh, brotherhood uh, and sisterhood. Yeah. 
I love it. Listen, I um, was looking at your website earlier, and I noticed that you have English service and Spanish service, right? Correct. Yes. So let's say we have some Spanish-speaking brothers and sisters. Do we have a Spanish chapter yet? You know, that's a really good question. I, I don't believe we do yet. Uh, and that would be a, a tremendous, I think, opportunity for us to, to explore. Uh, our ministry here in Lifeway, it, we, uh, we're almost 600 members. Almost half of those are in our Spanish ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pretty diverse uh, church that we have here, uh, not just uh, uh, you know, uh, as far as uh, ethnically, but also uh, in ages. And so um, it's a tr- it's a big amount. It's a tremendous amount. And uh, now we you know we have had some of our Spanish ministers who have come and, and and been part of this, but I think it's something that could definitely grow. Uh, and that's something that I think I would love to find out more about is, is Spanish ministry within the the churches of Christ or the Christian churches uh, are different streams. Absolutely, Kevin. Rocky, what else you got? Well, you know, Rafael, when when you think about you know we use this term Stone Campbell movement. And, you know, one of the, the things that I'd noticed on our Facebook page for Common Grounds kind of early in this process was uh, there's a question there as people join the group, are, are you a member of a Stone Campbell Movement church? And, and because of all of our emphasis on undenominational Christianity and not being a part of a denomination, I think some people were a little confused with that. Um, what have you found... You know, we we use that term not to identify ourselves with Stone and Campbell. We just want to identify with Jesus and his people. But everybody has a uh, a history that is, uh, might I say, a little more uh, of the earthly side than the divine. What? Uh, why should people know a little bit about our common history? And how does that, in your mind, kind of help us forge unity moving forward. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, yes. And that's a tremendous question. I'm, I'm glad you asked that, Kevin, because I think that's a very, very important question. I, I believe that it's important that we understand uh, our history and even beyond uh, the restoration movement. I think it, we, we have to expand. One of the, the, you know, one of the things that I think is difficult for us as a restoration movement is that restoration implies a sense of a new start and a new beginning tied to uh, the church in the first century. And uh, that's a very positive thing in the sense of, hey, we really want to emulate what our brothers and sisters in the first century did and lived and, 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 and all that. But what it does, it, and what I've noticed it does, and what I've noticed as I've learned that it had done to me was it divorced me from a long history of faith uh, that, uh, can be a great, you know, it, it almost took me out of the stream, the stream of faith from the first century to today. It took me out because now I'm I'm starting, quote unquote, something new. And so because of that, when someone says Stone Campbell movement, uh, even in the ICOC, a lot of people would be ignorant of that, would not understand. Like, what, what does that mean? Because there's a sense of, 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 of lack of history. There's a sense of, you know, things started when we, you know, we tried to uh, recover the, the 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 first century Christianity, yeah. and so I think I think it's very very important for us. Uh, you know, I, I got a chance through the master's program to visit an Armenian church 
uh, here in the area and, you know, got a chance to speak to the priest there, Father Sarkis, and get to learn from the congregation, invited me to a potluck that with food that was amazing, amazing, amazing. <laughs> and, and, uh, got to be in their liturgy. It was all in Armenian. So I, I felt uh, totally out of place, but, but at the same time felt real hospitality. And I was speaking to, to, to Father Sarkis. And then I was speaking to just a member from, from the church and, and she was commenting, which was the same thing that that uh, Father Sarkis commented, was commenting about uh, the council, the Council of Chalcedon, and how that, what that meant for their church, and 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 I thought, gosh, if I asked my members about councils, they wouldn't know any of that, and so it just, you know, from that to the, monast- the monastic tradition, all the things, and so we we almost kind of take ourselves away from that, and so I think the more than we that we can uh, look into uh, history and church history and see commonalities and learn from what the Spirit has been doing. And we hopefully we don't believe that the Holy Spirit just stopped for centuries and centuries and then started again. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I really think that that's going to uh, enrich us, but also move us towards greater unity with one another, uh, in, you know, in, in, in the things that matter. Yeah, and it, it kind of helps us to know you know what? What are maybe some of the traditions that grew up over time, as opposed to what was handed to us straight from the Jerusalem Church? Yes. And uh, and oh, very good, very good. Hey, Raphael. One of the things we like to do with our guests when they come on um, is we like to say, you know, Common Grounds Unity started because it's unity starts with a cup of coffee. And so what we like to do is ask our guests, how do you take your coffee? That's a, that, that's a very good question, uh, Megan. appreciate you asking that. I actually was not very much of a coffee drinker. Uh, and uh, And so I was much more of a coffee with my cream kind of kind of person I still am to some degree I we do have a Keurig machine a machine that has kind of increased my coffee consumption uh, so if I you know you our, our common grounds we meet at a Panera bread and so I typically get the hazelnut coffee at Panera bread oh you're talking my language there and that's how I get my coffee yeah so that, that's pretty much so I'm not a you know I, I don't buy my own coffee beans and grind them and and I don't have an espresso machine, and so I'm I'm definitely on the low commitment level on the coffee, uh, but I but I enjoy it. Well, let me tell you, your low commitment level uh, is the only commitment level we've had so far. Isn't that right, Megan? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone I mean, else it, is like, I drink tea or I drink water, and I'm like, Yes, oh, man, this isn't you going are, well. <laughs> you know, here here we've got this whole concept built around. Uh, sitting down over a cup of coffee and you're the first that even drinks any that we've had as a guest on our podcast. So. There you go. So that, that shows us that uh, not even that is an obstacle for us to gather together. That's, That's right. right. We, we may all share the fruit of the vine, but evidently not the fruit of the bean, I guess. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was witty. Good job, hey, Kevin. You know, you get me down towards the end and it starts popping. Hey, <laughs> Raphael, it, it is so good to have you with us, and we would look forward to having you back as your own group, uh, kind of journeys together uh, through through building unity and dialogue and, and building relationships. Uh, man, may God bless you in your ministries and your work there. Um, what, what a blessing to be with you. 
Megan and, and Kevin, it's a blessing for me, and I really appreciate it. It's an honor, and it would be an honor to be uh, on here again and and, uh, and also to be able to fellowship in person. Really, really appreciate all that Common Grounds is doing and all you are doing with this podcast. Thank you so much for being on. We've really enjoyed ourselves. Guys, make sure you tune in next week as um, we invite more people interested in unifying the restoration movement. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Common Grounds Unity podcast with Megan and Kevin. Please check out commongroundsunity.org to learn more about who we are. There are plenty of resources, and you can subscribe to the weekly email articles, join the Facebook group, or find our YouTube channel. We've also provided a link in the show notes for comments. You can ask questions or suggest topics and guests. If you would like to partner with us financially, you can do that too through the show notes or on our website. Until next time, God bless. And remember, unity starts with a cup of coffee.